For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. All right, Mots, we are back. Episode 163 of the Rink Shrinks. What do you say? You ready to go? Let's go. With NFL playoffs right around the corner and the NBA season in full swing, Bet Online has you covered with all the up to the second odds, news, and scores. With additional odds, lines, trends, and info on both desktop and mobile, you can access the world's best wagering information anytime. Head there today to get into the action and see all the updated odds. Remember to use promo code BELIEVE, that's B L E A V, to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online where the game starts. So what's been going on, Mots? I know it's been, uh, we had a little snow here in New England, but it's also, you know, we're, we're primed in hockey season. There's a lot of lot of action going on. Uh, how's everything going? Doing great. Yeah. Um, yeah, the, the snowfall was uh, kind of, it was like different in different parts of uh, the state, right? And even just, yeah, uh, just uh, you know, a lot of rain in, in some areas and some areas got almost a foot. So, um, you know, kind of an interesting, and then it turns to rain and everything's gone. But, yeah. um, yeah, it was nice to see some snow for a little bit, but I, um, yeah, you know, was able to catch uh, Ryan's game, uh, last Saturday, they played nobles, uh, didn't have a great start. We're down four, nothing uh, after the first battled back to uh, make it a game, but, um, you know, just one of those flat games, which you, you, you can't really have, uh, you know, on, you know, in a high school season that, is relatively short and you, you're kind of fighting for position, you know, right. within, you know, three or four teams, you know, points of points, you know, even if you uh, squeak out a tie or whatnot, but like being ready to play. And, and that's what, you know, I was talking to, to Ryan about is, you know, we, we talk about him in the faceoff dot a lot and, and really valuing that part of the game. But a lot of times faceoffs are won with help. You know, with wingers yeah. being face-off ready and getting in there and helping kick the puck back and just not, you know, not just, you know, b- being out there just to be lined up where you're supposed to be, like you're a mite, you know, mm-hmm. you're just going in and helping out. So just little details of the game that, you know, just I, I try to help, uh, you know, Ryan, you know, help his teammates. And, you know, you want possession and you want to be, you know, valuable uh, valuable in the, in the dot, but you need help. And, um, you know, he's getting... uh a little frustrated with that, but ultimately uh, came up on the losing end, and then uh, and then tonight had a, a nice uh, little victory against Belmont Hill. They played a strong game, um, you know, up and down the ice, and you know, limited chances, got some good goaltending and some timely goal scoring. So, you know, a good bounce back game for the boys. Uh, and, and Brooke was off this weekend, so and she hasn't been feeling well, so it was, it was oh. a good little a good little break. You know, you need a little, yeah, it's kind of been one of those things that we've I've had different some some kids on my younger team uh definitely that cold and flu season especially here in new england where you got people that that one day they're uh you know one day it's it's snowing out and then the next day it's like 55 and i i, I wish i could say sunny but 55 mm-hmm. and raining or something right we haven't seen the sun but uh yeah similar the kids my kids have been uh been busy a lot of hockey a lot of different games been uh it's feel like it's it's definitely that grinding days of January, uh, especially at the high school level. But it's good, and I like what you said on the faceoffs because that's so relatable at the uh, even at the younger age groups too, right? Like formulate a plan. I love when I see you know kids at the pee wee level talking to like the center taking charge, talking the wings. All right, this is what we're gonna do. This is this is you know have some type of plan is really important. Uh, and I know it's it, it, it it's the same thing like with the with Ryan and those guys and you watch the the college and pro level, you're just hoping for like a 50, 50 puck and then your wingers get in there and, and, and go D, battle. Yeah. Right. Or the D exactly. Uh, it's, it's not just an individual face off stat. It's, it's really a, the entire line. So 
that's good stuff there. And, you know, they're so lucky to have the you, you chirping in their ear, uh, you know, him chirping, but at least no, but it helps to, to, that he can have those conversation. It's uh, something that we've tried to been harping on at the younger age group too, because you see kids, it's like that, that's not like a go through the motions moment. It's right. Go to war moment. Right. Yeah. Well, and really it is a, you know, let's call it a 50, 50 puck battle. If it does come to one side or the other. And, you know, we talk about that all the time and, you know, it's just, it's a valuable part of, uh, you know, gaining possession and, and dictating, you know, momentum at times and mm-hmm. uh, getting scoring chances and setting up stuff. And, but um, yeah, it does take a collaborative effort. It's not just on the center. And I think that if that's stressed, you know, for coaches out there, if that's stressed at an earlier age, you know, then, you know, it's that, that much more valuable, uh, you know, to to have them knowing that at an early age. And then, you know, it's, just, it's not a new concept when they, you know, get to a level that it really matters. Absolutely. Um, going back to last weekend, I, I obviously we had some games and everything, but we did have that party on Friday night. Uh, great Woo-hoo. turnout. Obviously, obviously, Bells, uh, Bells was was great. Uh Great to see Corey Bellamy. He was on the dance floor. I had the live stream going, <laughs> uh, but a lot of people showed up. I really, I, I just want to send a thank you to everybody uh, that contributed, that helped out. Uh, classic story, Hazy. I, I, I was talked to Big Kevin Hayes, um, and I was supposed to get a stick or a jersey. And typical, this is like typical Boston stuff. But Big Kev, I called him. He's like, yeah, he's actually, Brian, I got a jersey. I'm like, no, I, 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 I go, was it one of the, the the one from the dad's trip? I go, because you were the only one. I saw a picture. You were the only one with the didn't have a jersey on. He goes, yeah, my beep beep kid. He goes, tells them that I'm a medium when they <laughs> went, went and ordered the jerseys. I was I was dying. So he, <laughs> he's like, can you believe this kid? He's like. He's like, Dad, no, I swear I didn't say it. He's like, oh, you know he did. He's yeah. like, he, just to torture me. He's like, the thing was tiny, but, uh, you know, a lot of different donations, raffle prizes. Uh, and, and you know, we kind of posted about it over the weekend, but it really is the hockey community. Um, you make so many good friendships. Like there was there was like four kids that I played Pee Wee Quebec with at the event, which That's is like awesome. And then, and then other people that had reached out and talked to. So it's like, those are the memories and people get caught up in the day to day, like nonsense that goes on in the hockey world and everything. And, but the relationships really are special. So want to thank everybody. Uh, I know you guys couldn't make it, but we missed you. Jersey show was able to represent the, uh, the ring shrinks there. So it was good to see him. Actually, I got to tell Jersey show. He won a raffle prize. I got it. I got it. Uh, some BPD, ho- BPD hockey swag too. A nice, nice, uh, nice little basket. So I did you fold it like a, a certain way, you know, like a, like a blowout, <laughs> like uh, his hair. Exactly. Exactly. Um, but no, it was, it was good stuff. It, it, it really was. That's awesome. Yeah. And it, like, to your point about the community coming together, this is like for, you know, to give these kids an opportunity to really have an experience. And, you know, we unfortunately talk about it a lot, you know, with when say tragedy hits or, you know, mm-hmm. someone's going through a tough time, but this is great. Um, you know, I was talking to Steve O'Leary about it at the game and he said it was a great time and some yeah. great items and um, you know, a lot of money, you know, raised. So hopefully uh, you know, you can, fly uh, private up there now uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, PJ right. up to the queue <laughs> <laughs> oh god um yeah no that definitely will not be the case hopefully we get some meals out of it and some trips to the snow park and things like that yeah. but it's uh the schedule is crazy like we played that i don't think we talked about this so our first game is uh is on thursday which i believe is february 8th if we win our first game, we don't play till the following Tuesday. If we lose, we play on Monday. So we're gonna have to do some kind of check-ins while we're, while we're up there and talk yeah. about things. But uh, so there's a uh, there's a whole what a daily update, a daily update. We might have to do that absolutely. But they, you have to, you know, now from a coaching perspective, you gotta like navigate. So you have to put in for extra ice time and mm-hmm. when you're gonna do things. So. We'll try to get up there on the Wednesday, do a little 
hopefully get some uh, some practice ice, which we have to submit just to get like a skate in after being in the car for seven, eight hour, hours here from Boston because most people are driving. And then, you know, game Thursday, probably take Friday off, hit the snow park and the weekend, try to play a combination of like a game and an, uh, an exhibition game and then a practice. And so it's like it's one of those things. But then you don't know, you know, you have to book the ice pr- in advance so you know if you win you play tuesday if you lose you play Wednesday on monday so it's very um you know it's it just a lot of different moving parts right so uh as a coach and you know as coaches we're trying to navigate the best schedule for us where well, they're getting you know and then you you can start thinking are you like they're not pros they're not used to skating every day you know what i mean like yes you're used to practicing two three days a week and than having the games on the weekend. So it's finding that kind of balance and uh, fun, right? Because at the end of the day, you want to go up there and win, but you mm-hmm. also want to have a good time. Yeah, that's why they, uh, you know, enlist you to be the the GM, you know, the coach, <laughs> exactly. disciplinarian in all areas and figure figure stuff out. You know, you're yeah. a problem solver. So yeah, um, man, yeah that, that's going to be fun though. You have a bad game and the, all the parents blame you anyway. So what's the, <laughs> what's the difference? Yeah, What's the difference. Yeah, the newspapers are all over you. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, exactly. But yeah, looking forward to that trip. I, I you know, obviously, uh, again, thank you to everybody who showed up, and we'll be here before you know it. It's kind of crazy. We're less than a month away. Uh, speaking of the queue, and I was actually up there. I, th- I forget when this was. Maybe oh nine. Um, William Nylander. I remember watching him up there, and obviously the name stood out because obviously Michael Nylander had played for the Bruins and uh, some other different teams. So, but I remember watching him, and I, I was watching some highlights of him. He was absolutely flying. So it'll be interesting. Like, who's the next William Nylander? Obviously, he just signed a nice long extension, ninety-two million dollars. Uh, not too shabby, I think. Uh, I, I think I could live off that. No, you could buy. Uh... A couple Spox machines, you know, maybe hand them out. You know, there's, um, yeah, no, I, I'm actually happy for him because he's been kind of like, I wouldn't say underrated, but, mm-hmm. um, you know, kind of early on in the shadow of some of the other guys. But he's been so, so productive and he was productive in the playoffs and, you know, just very um, kind of quiet guy, wants to yeah. be in Toronto, wants to, you know, have his – you know, play his whole career there pretty much. Um, but he, um, yeah, he, he is a, he's really developed into a, an all around player. He's not just, right. you know, cheating the game to get points. He, he really is, uh, you know, kind of valuing all sorts of, uh, you know, quality areas of the ice that, you know, early on in his career he was just more of a kind of flash and dash and one and done type player, but he's really evolved into a, a complete player with a high end skill. And he has a great, um, Great way about him. You know, you hear yeah. him in interviews, very soft spoken and, you know, very humble. So um, I'm happy for him. And it's going to be interesting to see how they build a team around some of the, you know, just all those guys that have, have been making that much money and eat up so much of the uh, salary cap. But, um, you know, that's, that's a, you know, a big commitment to a lot of good players. And, you know, they feel that they have enough to win a Stanley Cup with those guys. But uh, time will tell here. Yeah, let's hope so. They might be playing shorthanded with all the money that they have tied up with that crew. And obviously, Mana's coming up. And Tavares, I'm sure he'll want to hang around and hopefully take a little bit of a discount at this point. But it'll be interesting, but good for him. He's a young guy. He competes hard. He uh, he shows up in the playoffs, too. The, the, you know, He's shown up more than the other guys the last few years. So he's... Uh, he, he's laid it all out on the line this year for sure. So um, speaking of uh, Sweden, but what a, uh, you know, big win for the USA team at the world juniors. Obviously that was a, a great game. We haven't caught up since watching that. Would you, uh, would you think on team USA winning it all? Team USA was deep. They had skill, yeah. you know, they competed. Um, they de moved the puck uh, on time, but you know, their, their top players came through and then even like, just like, you don't want to call them like second tier, but like guys that are, um, you know, a little further down the lineup who weren't kind of considered to be scorers came through. And, you know, there's a couple of guys that had some great tournaments and timely scoring is really what kind of led to them, their success. Uh, and I liked how it got a little feisty too, because there is some, yeah. some uh, you know, history there between that, 
those age groups, you know, Sweden and uh, U.S. So, um, you know, as far as, you know, some of the players out there, you know, with uh, Sweden, you know, that, that kid, uh, that defenseman there, he, yeah. uh, he, he took home the, um, the MVP. It was uh, Lekker Amaki. Yeah. Uh, Lekker Amaki. He was, he was, he looks, you know, NHL ready right now, in my opinion. Yeah. Um, you know, they, they had some really top end players and I love how, you know, it's always been like North American style versus, you know, say European, mm-hmm. you know, and you can see on the bigger sheet, they're able to, you know, kind of create, but there's so many of those players playing in North America, whether it be college or junior, um, going to college or, or playing, you know, playing junior. So it's not as, you know, obvious the European style versus the North American, you know, like the, the contrast, I should say. Yeah. As I'm watching now, because it was like a lot more puck possession. It was like a little different than, you know, what you would see in the North American game. And, you know, so they, it seems like it was a little bit more north south than I was expecting. And right. I think that played into the, the uh, U.S.'s hands. And it was, uh, it was a great tournament to watch, though. The U.S. had a, a fantastic showing. Yeah. And obviously, the, the semifinal game was a little bit of a, you know, it was a little bit of a panic, um, you know, scoring on the power play and everything, but it was that, that championship game. Yeah, there was, it was a war. It was a battle. There was some big hits that took place. Um, it was unbelievable hockey. Like you said, just, a a come, you know, they went out, they competed, they battled and that's like what it's all about. Uh, you know, that, the, the, hit, um, that McGraw, was it McGrody that threw that hit? McGrody, yeah. Yeah. Oh, like, Kind of and and a good clean hit. Um, the Swedish kid come, cutting back on him and just uh, like, hey, we're here to play. Like the, the, yeah. this is uh, this leading is by boss. example. Leading by example. Um, good to see those guys and and I love. Obviously, the BC line was fantastic. The you know Ryan Leonard's a little Springfield master at bag, which is fantastic. <laughs> and I say that as as a huge compliment. Compliment, yeah, right. yeah. Um, He's he's into it. He's getting the crowd going. He's he's a savage. I love that. Uh, love that stuff. So he it's it's great to see the passion that those guys are playing with, that, you know, that played with and representing their country. A lot of those guys have played together for a long time with USA teams and, you know, kids coming from the, the um, NTDP. But it was it was good stuff. It was it was a awesome tournament. There's really uh, it, it's something you really look forward to every year. It's it, it's unbelievable. Yeah, I, lo- I loved getting up early and you know having something to watch, you know, and yeah, get, getting the uh, the telecast from overseas. But uh, I thought Will Smith played fantastic mm-hmm. throughout the whole tournament. You know, that shot pass back to to Perot was, you know, that was, I mean, yeah. the, the, the camera angle like saw it perfectly, and that's what he's seeing, and that doesn't happen. You know, he has great vision, um, great sense for the game, and makes his teammates better around him. You know, like he doesn't do so much individually, which is a good thing that will translate to, um, you know, the next level that he's playing at or right now at BC, making his teammates better around him. And I think that's going to serve him well uh, as he keeps climbing the ranks, but yeah, great tournament, great result. And uh, you know, it's going to be exciting, you know, cut being a top scorer and, you know, tied for the, the scoring race there in the tournament. He has, he was in the news as well. So yeah, he's had a week. Yeah. Fair to I say. Mean, getting traded from um, Philly, Philly to Anaheim. I mean, and, you know, there's a lot of, you know, drama surrounding this too oh. with, uh, with our boy Hazy. And, like, I mean, I I think it's, like, ridiculous. But, I mean, as far as, you know, having a relationship or being, you know, golfing with the kid or whatever, you know, Hazy's a stand-up guy, right? Yeah. And, you know, to have, you know, a guy, you know, speak out of school and and not you know fact check and cause this huge backlash on on uh kevin hayes and some nasty things said and it's just it's just an unfortunate situation because you know you have a a top end prospect you know keep it keep it business like you know right it's it is the business, and so they. I mean, if you have, unless you, unless unless you've been living under a rock, you basically knew that he wasn't going to sign there. So he kind of did him a solid and was able to bring back. Um, you know, Drysdale's a really really good player, and uh, so it's the the Philly people the way they're handling this is just very unprofessional. <laughs> I'm shocked. 
that yeah. that Jonesy and Daniel Briere and, and you have people just commenting like, oh, he's going to be hated and feel like he did you a solid by basically not talking to you and you were able to still go out and make a trade for him. He could have just hung on, stayed in school for another, you know, what's it, three years after being drafted and you would have gotten no compensation for him. So it's very strange the way that that all went down. Uh, I can see, you know, hey, the kid didn't want to go there. Obviously, he had a change of heart. Uh, whatever it is, is it because of John Tortorella? I would say Possibly. that has a. I would say that has a factor, right? He's a young kid. Does he want to get like? Let's be honest. Everybody in the universe knows that John Tortorella is hard on his players. He's hard on the young guys. So, as a player, maybe he doesn't want to be subject to that. So, you know what? I guess the only thing was if he did communicate with them and basically his agent said to him, like, hey, he's not going to come there and play for Tortorella, then you, you know, I guess that's the communication. But didn't want to be there. You were able to go out and get a good, um, you know, another really good player as well. So, like, what do we do? Yeah. Crazy. You're looping and hazy, and then you get scumbag people just like the the online warriors, the tw- the, the Twitter warriors saying stuff to to Kevin Hayes is absolutely absurd. Kevin Hayes is playing his own career. You think he's in any way influencing this kid and what to do? If anything, it's everybody else that's watched from afar. John Sotorello has been a coach in the NHL for 50 years. Everybody knows his MO. Right. Exactly. Yeah, it's, it's it's come on. Yeah, and the, and the Flyers one thing getting... if, and, and like Goche, yes, he plays at BC, but he didn't grow up in Boston. No, no, it's, it's not, not like uh... the kid was. I think his father played a bit in the in in the East Coast League with our boy Scotty Malone. Uh, yeah, and so it's like he's not. Like it's not like you're like oh yeah the kid grew up in Massachusetts even he's he's grew up in like Scottsdale. Yeah, he was born in Sweden. Yeah, and then played in his youth hockey and it for CompuWare and stuff. Yeah, and um, you know moved out there as he got older, and it's like, come on, it's just people are it's crazy. Yeah, and and the Flyers are getting a you know somewhat experienced young player that has tons of upside. Right, he has a ton of upside in a second round pick. So, I mean, that's I think that's getting. Tr- fair trade value if Gautier becomes the player that he he could be, yeah. Uh, because Drysdale, Drysdale has a ton of upside, and you know he's already, you know, kind of felt his way through. You know, he had some injuries, but I, I think he's going to have a really really good chance at being a top end de- uh, defender and in the league. And so, I mean, I, I think that was a, it's a fair trade on paper, in my opinion. Um, yeah. And you know. Godier was a at the highest, so they sold high because he coming off of a very good World Junior, and you know he's a high pick, so there was a lot of uh, buzz on him. And and you he, know, so they, they could have just held off and not got anything for him. Yeah, it's just, yep. it, it, it's it's wild. It, it, yeah, it would have been. I so don't they, know if that would so have been they the case. Got, Drysdale was a was a first round pick, six overall, and yeah. they got a second round. So you got a first and second round of four. Uh, Goche, who's a, who's a, uh, obviously he was a little bit later. What pick was he? I can't he was a fifth, fifth overall. Yeah. Okay. So like you're actually making out a little bit on the deal. You got an NHL ready type of guy and, you know, a kid that's got you know, 124 games already under his belt, 46 points. He's already got an assist with Philly on the season. Mm-hmm. Um, good, solid D man. Right. So it's, uh, it'll be interesting. It's, it's yeah. Wild. See how it goes. I mean, we'll we'll have see to revisit this in, in another year. I know, I know. Well, yeah, exactly. Let's see if uh, right. He Goche's still in college. He's still gonna he's still gonna the He's still gonna play the year at BC. He's still a sophomore there. So interesting stuff. Uh, tough to see Connor Bedard out six to eight weeks uh, with the fractured jaw. Did you see that hit? I didn't think it was anything too. You know, it wasn't no, dirty or anything. Surprised. Just kind of yeah, it's just an unfortunate. Um, you know, incident there. It didn't even look like he extended like right. too much too either. Like, it just like he almost like just ran into, you know, like the forearm of. Um, right. I think uh, he comes uh, back a little thing. early with one of those Pat Lafontaine type. <laughs> yeah, um, I saw that. Yeah, that, was, that thing was unbelievable that he, that was he un- played unreal. with him. Unreal. But yeah, that stinks to have him because uh, you know he he really w- has been doing kind of like I wouldn't say 
you know, exceeding expectations, but he has been, you know, very effective, you know, with all the, the hype and the publicity and he's still producing uh, at a very, you know, a great rate of, you know, points per game and goals and just some oh, of his yeah. highlight goals is like, you know, so he's, I would say he's almost better than advertised for me, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so it's kind of tough to have that setback. Same thing happened to uh, Connor McDavid his rookie year. So right, you know, he, he, he turned out all right. Yeah, he's been okay so far. It'll be tough to see him. He'll probably miss most of the All-Star game type festivity, so he won't be able to be showcased up there, which is uh, is tough. But what do you say? Let's uh, get into the mailbag here. Um and I'll take the first one, but before we do so, let's uh, talk about Franklin Sports, the official street hockey partner of the National Hockey League. Check out their line of official NHL street hockey games and training equipment at franklinsports.com today. Uh, Chris Rodé, my buddy, that you know we we have the correct the connection, former teammate of mine. Speaking of Pee Wee Quebec, uh, you know, in those relationships, like he's our, our boy with Franklin, and we appreciate everything he's even. You know he's chipping in. He's helping me out with uh, with with jer- a third jersey for our team going up to the queue. So, you know, again, we talk about relationships and hockey people and good people, uh, and like that's what it's all about. Yeah, and it, he's he's a great dude, great teammate. You know, from what I uh, heard from back in the day as well. But uh-huh. uh, just uh, make sure you. Check out franklinsports.com to get all your training needs and work on your game off the ice. All right. Uh, Rossi and Mozzarella Sticks love the show. My 2007 and his team were at a 18U Christmas tournament over the holidays. Every team was guaranteed at least four games regardless of the results in the previous games. We were scheduled to play a team that had lost 8-1, to 4-3, and tied 4-4 in their previous games, so they had no chance to play in a medal round. Our game was scheduled against them for 8 p.m. on a Saturday night. And when we arrived at the rink, word was going around that the team wasn't going to play and they had gone home. Ooh. This situation, uh, this wasn't a situation of long travel as they were based about an hour away and the weather was also normal, so there was no travel danger. As game time was nearing, my son's team started to assemble and get dressed. The tournament organizers checked the other team's locker room, and they were nowhere to be found. The game was canceled, and my son's team missed out on some action. Am I wrong to say uh, this is a Bush League move? The team we were scheduled to play was competitive on paper, and I wouldn't have, and it wouldn't have been a blow blowout on either side. So I feel like it was totally worth playing in. Uh, I feel like we were ripped off as teams play pay for these tournaments and ice time. Any thoughts? Have you seen this before? I almost wish these tournaments would require refundable deposits to prevent this from happening in the future. Love the show. Peeved dad. Oh, oh, yeah, he's not happy. Yeah, that. I mean, that's just an unfortunate situation. I've never really been on the other side or either side of this. Right. Um, even growing up, you know, you, if yeah. you're there, you you show up, you play. So that's right. on the coaches and even the parents to. You know, see it through. I mean, I guess U18, the kids are driving, I'm guessing. Yeah. Uh, to, you know, so I guess it, it would be a little different. But, but yeah, to have the coach. You it's know, still and, on the coach. It's on the coach. Yeah, for sure. And, yeah, that's, that's unacceptable. Um, you know, there should be some type of refund, I would say, for a game, you know, because it is a lot of money to, to play in these tournaments. Um, you know, but that shouldn't happen. It no, just – it should not complete com- complete BS. It is it is bush league. So that yeah. is you know, you're spot on peeve dad. And uh, <laughs> no, I I, I yeah, would be I'd be pissed too. too. Yeah. yeah. At the very least, if you if you're not gonna show up, tell us before the game. You know yeah. what I mean? Kids are getting dressed, it's eight o'clock on a Saturday night. Are you kidding me? I know. Like well, I'm, I'm the bull. Yeah, I mean, I I'd go, I mean. I'm sure, like the boys, they're getting ready. I mean, like maybe go out and you know have a little three little on three, on three games. Or, yeah, yeah, you know, at least take advantage of it. But you know, maybe if you're maybe running the tournament, um, yeah, shame you're running you. that tournament. If you're if you're running the running running the eighteen U Jingle Bell Classic, that team sh- and that organization's definitely got a suspension. If I'm running the tourney, yeah, I mean, like whoever's in charge, it's like you know, that's I mean, what I mean. Yeah, you can't even. 
that, that's that's inexcusable, really. Yeah. Oh. You right, got the, the next one. one yep. yep. What are your thoughts on U14 coaches, full season teams, missing practices to coach high school teams? My kid plays on the team and two out of the three coaches, one is the head coach, told players that they will be missing most practices now that high school has started and now leaving it to only one coach at practice. I've reached out to the program to help out with coaching, but I don't want to make it look like I'm stepping on anyone's toes. But when you uh, when you agree to play on these higher level programs, you would want to expect the same dedication from the coaches that the program wants from the players. What would you recommend? Yeah, it's a tough situation. Same thing. Uh, U14 age group, these these kids are committed to a full season. I don't understand why a one of the coaches is coaching high school. Uh, it's one thing if, you know, up here in Massachusetts, like my uh, son's U14 team, they're a, uh, kind of a little bit of a hybrid. I mean, I shouldn't even say it. They really ha- they haven't played anything since before Thanksgiving. Um, they do have some practice ice that – when people can get to, they they go to. I, th- but again, Colin's been playing high school hockey, so he's maybe been once. Um, so, yeah, it's that's it's difficult to um, to deal with, right? Especially if it's a full season team they're playing practicing. I don't understand why why the two out of the are, three coaches. Yeah, yeah, I don't understand why they're coaching high school. Yeah, or why they're coaching the U fourteen full season. Right. Yeah, that, that makes that would, no sense that, to me. Yeah, that wouldn't be probably uh, yeah, I, we we probably should have uh, been aware of this before going into the season. Yeah, and I I think yes, exactly. That's what I was going to say. And you do definitely have a gripe to talk to the program and if you're willing and able to help out, I'm sure the other coach would really appreciate it. Even just getting the pucks and like, you know, I don't know how much, uh, you know, what level, you know, you've coached at, but like, this is, you know, kind of a necessity to, you know, to have a couple guys knowing what's going on and, and just to move things along a little bit more smoothly. One yeah. coach, you know, can, can handle it at times, but it's kind of a, kind of a crummy situation when you, when you go into something thinking that it's going to be, you know, three solid coaches and, you know, the priorities aren't with that U14 team, like you were probably led to believe. Yeah. Yeah, it's a tough one. Um, All right. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Have a kid that's 11 years old, 2012 birth year, been asking to do spring showcase tournaments. Any value to those? We are in California, and these are flyaway tournaments. Each would cost roughly uh, $2,500. Trying to skip out, but curious if there is benefit that I have yet to consider. Good question. Yeah, I mean, with not being in a traditional hockey market, there are some tournaments that would be valuable. Um, But you have to do your homework on it um, because that's a lot of money to be going to a terrible tournament. You know, and like that first question um, was, you know, a prime example. If you're getting something like that where teams aren't showing up or the quality of play is not, you know, up to par with. Or like, you know, and again, you can go into my hockey rankings about – and, and kind of see what what teams I get. Actually, the spring teams don't have that. Yeah, then, but then, then. yeah, that so it's going to be a little more difficult. You're going to have to do your homework. But the, there are tournaments that would be valuable to, you know, get a group of kids together at that birth year and and uh, make a trip and make, you know, you don't have to be doing it every other weekend or whatever. But right. it's it is definitely if you're going to do one, make sure you you do the homework and there is some value. In, uh, in certain tournaments, but you got to, you really have to find that out before you uh, commit to that. Yeah. Especially when you're doing that amount of trial travel and um, talk to mm-hmm. whoever's running the team. I know, you, you, you know, they said that uh, uh, they're being asked. So it's, a, I mean, you just said it's 2,500 bucks on a single weekend for a, a peewee hockey tournament is a lot of money. Um, 
we get it. You're in a little bit of a non-traditional market, but yeah, try to figure out uh, with whoever's coaching the team and what's going to be the best bang for your buck. Uh, what's going to be the most worth it with the best teams that are going to be their competition. Uh, obviously there's a lot of things where, you know, we get pretty spoiled around here because mm-hmm. there's a couple of terms that we'll do. And, and, but that being said, you also have kids that are like missing games from our area because it's close to home and they're going to their baseball game and they're going to their lacrosse game. So it's uh, tough to navigate, but like, I think you hit the nail on the head and you just try to, you know, pick one or two and you don't have to do, if, if you can afford one or two, pick one um, and make sure it's the best one you possibly can and, and try to get into it. But don't think that you have to do. Five yeah. Yeah. I mean, you don't need to, I mean, you don't need to go spend whatever, like, Whatever, uh, ten grand, ten grand on a on spring, spring summer tournaments. Like, stop. Yeah, and and if you're already kind of wavering on making that commitment, you know, you, you can really, you know, supplement the development by you know get putting that money towards, you know, some uh, some private lessons or, you know, some development locally. Um, yeah. So you don't have to, you know, chase the the tournaments. But you know, there are some good tournaments out there, and if you're willing to do make the commitment and do at least one, then uh, make sure you just do the homework. That's all. Yeah. Do your homework. Uh, This mailbag is brought to you by TSR hockey up in Salem, New Hampshire, tax free Salem, New Hampshire, where you can get all your equipment needs, right? We love our boys up at TSR. Uh, You can hit them up at the team store, 603-912-5970. Make sure you uh, ask for Micah, Dave, and um, they'll get you looking fresh with the swag. You can also, Go online, tsrhockey.com, and get all your shopping needs. You need a new stick, you need a new, you need gloves, you need whatever, whatever it is. They can uh, they can ship it right to you. They have an excellent online sales department. So uh, we love our guys up at TSR Hockey. We appreciate everything they do for the shrink. So um, if you can't stop in, hit them up online, right, Mont? I'm looking to maybe uh, upgrade some gear. To be honest, you are. With you. I, I'm thinking about it. But okay. You know, if and when that does happen, I'm definitely going to go see our boys up at TSR Hockey. We Might could do like come- an extreme makeover. <laughs> yeah, that'd be sweet. Like, like a like a before <laughs> and after. Yeah, well, that'd be extreme uh, makeover. Mott's equipment edition. Yeah, the Mott's moment. Yeah, the the, re- the reveal. <laughs> oh gosh, it'd um, be like um, you know, one of those we we go from being like. Really she disgusting. To, no, no, geek yeah. to chic. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Uh, yeah, but I, on, I'm going to hop on tsrhockey.com and peruse a bit before uh, this extreme makeover. <laughs> All of a sudden, uh, it, 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 oh, I'm trying to think one of those movies where you, you're like Mala Hooch, right? When she gets married in a league of their own, right? She was a little. <laughs> She was. That, that, she's hey, that, a little that's bit of a, reaching. That's reaching pretty good. <laughs> I was Mala Hooch model. She, you know, all of a sudden she gets she she starts singing that 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 song. Yeah. She falls in love, and she's you know a beautiful bride. She went from being a bit of a tomboy to just a beautiful bride. And, yeah, there's uh, a few more out there that like if you give me a couple sheets of paper, I could write the script. I know. Mm-hmm. I know. I'm trying oh. to think of some other ones, but Mala Hooch just popped into my head, which is pretty insane. <laughs> <It's all right. laughs> yeah. uh, right, I'll, I'll get the next one here. Uh, we love the podcast. Uh, it's been very helpful. We have a kid who's on a U8 travel hockey team. We were surprised now that the season started. They've made ranked lines for the kids, and the fourth line kids have shorter shifts and also are sometimes skipped over altogether during games. We were told this was in the best interest of the team. We're new to the sport and understand this is a travel team that you had to try out for and want to be competitive. But is it normal at this age? Um, thanks. Keep it up. I don't know. I mean, what, what is what that? A money, what a money grab. U8? They get four lines on a U8 team? Yeah, that's, that's This tough. is incredible. Um, no, you are getting ripped off. I would look for another organization. Let's Let's – just plain and simple it is yeah yeah i mean ranked lines 
Yeah, f- fourth line kids not you know getting ice equal ice time at this age. I mean, it's about keeping the game fun and, and developing everyone. I mean, right. you wait. You get, you got to be kidding me that as a travel team, that this is this is a tough one because you know this really shows the. I wish um, we knew where this was. Yeah, uh, uh, you know, it just kind of shows the. I don't want to say greed, but the you know the organization you know with filling a team with four lines at that age group, um, and then the coach to even you know play to win. Like, right. I mean, obviously you want to win to the team. Yeah. 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 You want to, you want to win. I mean, you want to win enough, but I mean, at this, this age, you want kids to, you know, really fall in love with the game and continue to uh, develop uh, or start to develop. Actually, you know, this Imagine is Imagine like, what that bench looks like. It must be mayhem. <laughs> 60. Right? Four lines of kids. They must be tripping over each other. Uh, yeah. Must be horrible. Yeah, that's a tough one. That's a that's a tough script right there. Yeah, it's not. I wouldn't say it. it w- this isn't the norm at that age. And if it is, then then I'm out of the loop. But but I no, I wouldn't want. It's it to definitely be. not. I've seen, I've seen little kids skating. Yeah, and a bunch of different Mike games, U8 games this year. No, okay, that's that that that's not happening. Not yeah, so happening. I mean, yeah, I would I would look to. Uh, Make a move next year, or if, yeah. I don't know if you know if there's possible uh, possibility of you know kind of looking elsewhere mid season even. Yeah. You, you want you, you want your guy to be having fun and getting touches, not getting hurt and on not, the bench because there's, there's seventy two <laughs> of them on there. Uh, yeah, not not getting sat because he's not being good in the pressure areas. Right, exactly. That's wild. All right. One of the hottest things about traveling to hockey tournaments is going with deciding where to go to eat, right? But it's really a no-brainer. Colony Grill, it's the home of the famous hot oil pizza. Mots, did you see uh, Nick Marshall? He was down at the PWHL uh, yeah. watching the New York team in Connecticut. Stopped by, stopped by, grabbed a hot oil pie. Uh, talk about living up to the hype. He had a nice picture of it, tagged us in it. So, uh, it, it really was great to see, uh, you know, one of our listeners collabing, coming in, stopping in at the colony and uh, just loving life. I, I talked to it's funny when we posted that picture and then I got started getting a bunch of individual messages like I love that place. Place is the best. And, you know, from hockey people and even like non-traditional hockey people. So if you're heading down 95 in the Connecticut, Westchester area, or if you're in Maryland, Virginia, or Florida, there's probably a Colony Grill close by. Bring in the team, order it to the hotel, order it to the rink. Uh, I actually have a couple games against Mid-Fairfield 2011 this weekend. I might call Hags and see if he can bring me up a couple pies for uh, for the oh. games. But, um, you know, in between games, it'd be perfect. Oh, that, and, uh, that that's a great call. It might be a power move, but <laughs> they'll probably be up here a day in advance. I don't know what they have for games, but um, yeah, but still, <laughs> yeah. see if see if they can send me up a to go order. Yeah, door dash it. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Um, That'd be unbelievable. Have Hags bring it up. <laughs> you might bring me up a couple pies. <laughs> yeah, uh, but I'll head up you wherever. Yeah. He delivers it in between in between the benches. Uh, I'm eating it during the game, burying a hot oil. But head to colonygrill.com and uh, see where the nearest location is, especially you're down in those areas. So uh, it places the best. Yeah, you know, when when Nick sent that out, uh, that was I mean, it makes me hungry. And like it was that's like a pickle on in the middle there, right? Or some hot peppers or something. Hot pepper, like, yeah. Yeah, I'm like, oh my god! Like, I know. I was hungry when I, when I actually saw it, and you know, the saying is you don't want to go food shopping when you're hungry. But um, you know, I was looking at that, and then I, I ended up uh, getting something not as good as Old Colony. That's for sure. So, <laughs> but cool. we, 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 we appreciate Nick shouting that out, and um, you know, make sure you check out uh, ColonyGrill.com, or if in in the area, make sure you check them out. Yeah, I want to see more team photos. So next time you're down there with the with with your teams, let us know. Send us a picture of the kids in the restaurant, and uh, that we we can you know make sure everybody's. We love seeing our, our listeners and our uh, advertisers kind of collab and everything. So it's it's good stuff. It's a hockey place, and 
Great to see hockey people in there. There's no better place than uh, the Colony Grill. Uh, all right, two-parter here. Hey, guys, thanks for all the wisdom. Here's a youth hockey situation that I'd be interested on in your thoughts. Uh, I'm giving you the scenario. All right, just give us the, the scenario. Uh, situation, Bantam team playing in a tournament final with 50 seconds left in the game. The team is up by two goals. It's been a chippy game. One of the better players has two penalties, and the tournament rule is the players are kicked out with three. Players, The player likes to hit and has had issues in the past with officials. He has been thrown out of games in previous seasons. Okay. Uh, the question, do you run him on the ice and tell him don't get a penalty or leave him on the bench to protect him from the risk of getting kicked out and sent out of and send out a somewhat weaker player? What do you think? So that's the first part. What do you what do you think on that, Mont? Here, um, it was in the final. In the tournament final. Oh, yeah. And and it, it's just for that game. It's not a game that it's right. not, you know, another I would ask them absolutely. And I can't even tell if uh they're down. I'm, I'm oh, Team is up. No, they're winning by two. Oh no. Uh, I mean been a chippy I, I would, game. Nah, yeah. I mean fifty seconds left up by two. I I mean it doesn't yeah. really matter though if he gets a penalty. You know, he's he gets a it's penalty. Prison rules in the last fifty seconds of the game, anyways, especially in the it, championship. So yeah, so I would say to worst the case rule, scenario, he gets kicked out with like ten seconds left because it's yes. third penalty. But and it's not it's not another game. So yeah, I, I would I would put him out there to defend the lead. Definitely, uh, we're in agreement on that. Okay, so this is what happened. His part two. Coaches Uh-oh. play the kid. Yeah, I know. We probably, we probably <laughs> like, should have read this before. Um, yeah. no, coaches this is play the kid. Yeah. D- with a don't get a penalty warning. At 10 seconds left, he <laughs> delivers a clean check, and uh, but gets blown for a whistle. With 10 seconds left? Come on. The player gets thrown out, gives... Oh. Uh, oh. <laughs> oh, boy. Gives yeah, a finger to the, to the opposing fans and heads to the locker room. At the final buzzer, the opposing team starts a scuffle. And there Uh-oh. is pushing and shoving at center ice. Player who was just kicked out comes back on the ice oh, to celebrate boy. the championship with his team, but instead joins the fight with him, uh, opposing parents going wild. One opposing parent chases the kid off the ice and literally follows him into the locker room, followed by another opposing parent being held back by his uh, wife while challenging the winning team's fans to a fight. This is a circus. Uh, curious to know what you would have done in this situation. Do you think the coaches should have been more proactive to avoid this potential bad situation? All right. Oh, <laughs> we got to rewind this. Uh, no, but this I, I, I actually great. do like that we answered it. And I, I, I like the I uh, kind of the setup on the, uh, yeah, they the situation. In. That's perfect. They're um, up by two goals. Yeah, but I mean, if the kid, I mean, he he did reference that, you know, he has had issues and he's been thrown out of previous games and he's a chippy player, likes to hit, you know, whatever. But yeah. so so the, there is the kind of, you know, with that knowledge, like, you know, hey, not so much protecting him, but like just like, you know, we don't want any nonsense. If, he, if he's one of the guys that's going to take a run with 10 seconds left. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but, you know, it's a judgment call. Coaches decided, hey, you know, don't get a penalty. Send him out. He's one of your better players. Protect the lead. Yeah. You know what? I mean. And then Mayhem just ensued. So, obviously, these these other parents are – there was – it must have been an absolute scene. Yeah, but coming back out to celebrate and then engaging in a little, you know, dust yeah. up isn't, isn't great either. Um, <laughs> no. It is – kind of an interesting situation uh i'll defend our our answer real quick i am too yeah because we don't as a coach you have to have a feel for the game right and you have to know the kid is that kid going to actually be trusted like it's very easy for us to be like yeah yeah, put him back out there it's no big deal he's only kicked out for this game but you have to have a feel for how chippy the game is what the goal differential if you don't need to put him out there you probably wouldn't right unless he's the absolute best player but you're already up by two goals as a coach, I think that's the biggest thing is knowing your personnel and having yeah. a feel for the game. And know, knowing would, the kid. Yeah. And knowing, knowing the kid. Like if the kid's going to be a complete, you know, lunatic. he's already got two penalties, he's going to be a lunatic. Yeah, that, that this could be an issue. Yeah. 
or yeah. it was an issue. <laughs> yeah. It ended up being an issue. He, he knows he can get his pound of flesh with 10 seconds. Right. Um, yeah. But you know what? Um, yeah, judgment call, like I said, and, you know, just knowing. So the, this guy definitely kind of knows that that could have happened when he was saying this or seeing it. Yes. So like the, the coach should know that then too. Right. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I'm fortunate situation, but, you know, if it's, yeah, <laughs> you know, like one of your better players and, you know, if it was a one goal game, I, I mean, I would definitely put him out there. Uh, yeah. You know, two goals. I mean, you have, you have one to give up if, you know, 50 seconds left. And, but I, I still kind of stand by, I would put him out there and, and maybe reprimand him, uh, you know, after this, because you did give him a warning. Oh, there's definitely going to be some further dif- discipline for leaving the locker room and, well, like the, even just as the coach, like it, it, outside of what what what's going to happen, you know, through USA Hockey or whatever it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. sounds like mayhem. Uh, Mots, yeah. we got a new sponsor alert here. Do you want to dive into it? Ding 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 ding. ding. <laughs> new sponsor alert. Um, so this is uh, MCN Sports Management. So, ho- hockey parents, are you tired of going to the same tournaments or are just looking for an event that is truly unforgettable? If so, listen up. Since 2018, MCN Sports Management has become a world leader in international hockey tournaments and tours. With tournaments in four different locations across Europe, there is something for all ages. Whether it is an individual looking to join a team or full organizations looking to travel together, we have the perfect trip for you. MCN is in full swing preparing for the 2024 overseas events. They currently have openings for players and teams from U11 through U17 boys and girls divisions to compete in some of the most prestigious events in Europe, such as the Nord Cup, the Lions Cup, and the Bauer World Cup. Don't miss out on the unforgettable hockey tournaments and trips that you and your family will never forget. Visit them at mcnsm.com to learn more about each of their tournaments and how to join. That's mcnsm.com and tell them that the ring shrink sent you. Uh, oh, that's your good. friend Dave Lopresti. You know, I talked to him at length about this and, you know, he's looking to fill some teams and, and you know, it could just be players or full teams. And he laid right. it out and he sent, sent me a ton of information on it. And um, unfortunately, I, I can't make it. I was going to, you know, they're going over to Paris. Wow. Um, yeah, and like I mean, we'll talk about not just a hockey, um, you know, experience. You're getting a real experience by, you know, getting in uh, on these trips and these tours. They have everything set up for you. It's an mm-hmm. amazing uh, kind of situation where you know Dave has been doing this for a number of years, and you know, just like even if you go as an individual or maybe a couple of you, one of your buddies and teammates, you're meeting people from all over the country, all over the world, and it's it, it's a great kind of model to to um experience you know hockey in a different environment so uh, make sure you check them out at mcnsm.com yeah welcome new sponsor we're excited to have them and it when we were talking about this it reminds me when i was like 11 12 years old a crew of us it was kind of a combination of like my south shore kings team and um kids that i grew up with we went over to germany and yeah. played in it was called like the world friendship games and it wasn't necessarily like the most unbelievable hockey um and this is just my experience right because yep. like, it was it was a little bit off season but uh it was an unbelievable experience we stayed in like a youth kind of hostel dormitory and and like some parent like my father was was one of the coaches so he went over uh but it was a it was just like an amazing experience of playing against teams from you know again all over the world like the the germans teams the um fin uh finland and sweden and different places and every there was like a party i remember doing we were like you had to like talk about your culture and what you grow up in so at the time it was like gangsters paradise was like a big thing and then they had like everybody had to do different that's cool. Like go on stage, right? So I think we were doing it was like 
the YMCA, Gangsta's Paradise. <laughs> we were up there rapping Coolio with our jerseys on backwards, me and Wit on the stage and a couple of our <laughs> other buddies. Uh, but it was it was a great experience. And if you're able to do it, make sure you hit up um, you know, mcnsm.com. And, uh, and, you know, welcome to those guys and make sure you let them know that the rink shrink sent you to, you know, if you can get away and travel and do a tournament like Mott's, if you could make that trip, oh, that would be I unbelievable. Know. Well, and I was just thinking back to um, the question from the Californians, um, you right. know, 11 the years Californians. Old. Yeah. Uh, you know, different tournaments. Uh, this would be a great option, you know, right. Yeah, so 11 cool. 11 years old um you know that that that's just an option to you know kind of look into so make sure you check out that website um but i i just think it's a uh, just you know the experience of playing hockey in a different environment and then also experience of the culture like you know kind of you did i didn't know that you went over there and yeah. did something like that but that's it's a great um you know set up you know how we ended up over there was um so tommy o'regan remember tommy o'regan from it was a you know he had two boys, obviously played at BU, was a great player, yeah. played in the NHL. Um, so he was over there playing professionally, and that's how we kind of got in the mix on it, which was it was really uh it was it was amazing. Like it was cool. I, I wonder what year that was. Probably like ninety three. Did, did, yeah. did your parent uh any of your parents go? Like mom or dad? My father went over. My yeah, father so, went over. Yeah. So he's not He's not taking any pictures. Imagine if you can no, go to your God. parents' house and like and go through some shoe boxes and see if there's anything from over there. Yeah, there's, hilarious. There's definitely <laughs> some. There's definitely some pit, pitches floating around from. I think Billy Maharis. He 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 had a couple. Um, maybe Andy O'Connor. Yes, yeah, some. I, I'm trying to think of some of the mums that. I mean, my father. Yeah, he That's wouldn't know yeah. how to use a throwaway camera at the time but um <laughs> he still you know he could tell you about all the beers that he drank over there yeah and some of his his some of his favorites that he still he's when he sees him around In the steins yes exactly he'll oh he'll give you a full breakdown on that stuff for sure but no it was a great experience and uh and and really cool so welcome to those guys uh sparks is the at home or on the road skate shop machine that never fails right head to sparkshockey.com use that by mots uh, discount code for 50 dollars off your spark sharpener uh you know it mots it's whether you have it at home on the road you bring it in the locker room it's it's the best it's convenient it's easy to use saves you money in the wrong run and uh, gives you a great shopping every single time. So again, sparkshockey.com, audio machine, use that BYMOTS, $50 off promo code. Yeah, and if you weren't able to, uh, you know, get one for Christmas for your hockey player or yourself, if you're, you know, buzzing up and down the ice on in the men's leagues, then uh, make sure you check us check it out at sparkshockey.com, get the 50 bucks off, and treat yourself to the, uh, a Sparks machine in the new year. Yes. You know? like death. Yeah. Yeah. Why yeah. not? We have now Mott's the My Hockey Rankings question of the week. And it was uh, you know, it was it is very timely, but as a kid, uh, what was your ideal snow day? Oh Ooh. like these uh, kids are so it, this is like we're gonna go old school on people <laughs> here, right? But myhockeyrankings.com. I love this question. But like remember waking up and having to turn on the TV and just wait. Wait, wait for your town to come up. I know you had Avon, so you were top of the. Uh, yeah, it moved pretty quick though. It moved pretty quick, but like Milton, I was in the middle. Yeah. It was tough, and then you'd be like, "Well, if Boston's canceled, then yeah. we must be canceled." But there was days when it w- it wouldn't happen. Uh yeah. So this question's great. I um, I would. Would say- you guys as a principal call and leave a voicemail on your? Home phone no. let you know. No, no, no. We didn't no have a chance. voicemail. <laughs> well, we don't get any voicemails on this anymore either. That's oh, that's right. Yeah, I know. We, we kind of stopped pumping that up. I wish we did. Yeah, we need that, to bring that back. Yeah, we do have to bring it back. That was hilarious. Harry from High Pox been yeah. in a gutter for a year. Yeah, and Tilly from Taunton. Um, <laughs> yeah, so I would say ideally. It's cold, obviously cold enough, but 
if it was a cold spell or cold snap, you know, mm. you being skate, able to, sure. yeah, to shovel, a, you know, an outdoor pond, you know, there wasn't a ton. There was a couple around that, you know, would be, you know, doable. You know, right. I would have to get dropped off or whatever. But um, yeah, so you get your shovel, you, you, you're shoveling it off. Throw snowballs at cars. Always a bonus. Yeah, Back going by. Yeah. Um, Don't and do that like, anymore, kids. No, no, no. Yeah. Cars are way too expensive. We're not condoning no. that. Yeah. yeah. Um, Back then, it was different. Cars were built differently. <laughs> yeah, so I would say uh, getting the boys together to play pond hockey. You know, we'd all have to yep. shovel, bring your own shovels. And then, um, yeah, just like kind of like just enjoying it. Just do it, being outside the whole day. Outside being the whole outside. day. Yeah. Sledding, uh, Sledding snowball yeah. fights in the yard, some tackle football. Football, in the, football, in, huge. In the snow was awesome. Um, yep. just burying people into snow banks. Oh my god. I my brother and I had to like, you know, shovel the driveway and then there was yeah. quite a bit of snow out. Uh so that between the garage and the house, you know, we made he made this big, you know, like berm, you know, it was like mm-hmm. boards. And he had just started checking. So oh, he's like, it. that was the motto checking clinic. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He's like, just run down like uh the you know, along the boards here. And he was just burying me into the snow like but like you know getting going into the snowbank didn't hurt it was him just like shoulder to chin shoulder to chest i'm like <laughs> what he's like just keep going right so i ended up like you know kind of taking a two hand at him and like hitting him and he went down and i ran off into the woods and like wouldn't come back until my mother said it was safe you're a frostbit in the woods. Yeah, I know. But yeah, that, that was on a snow Where'd day. Where'd Michael go? He's been in the, he's been in the woods yeah. for like six hours. Yeah, just trying to like uh, make a fire in a bum barrel just, you know, just to stay warm out in the woods. Yeah. But uh, yeah, no, the snow days, the shoveling was always a must. And then, um, yeah, skating and being outside, whatever you want to do. Skating, sledding. Uh, and going for some hot, I mean, uh, some hot chocolate, some some grilled cheese and tomato soup. Yeah. Mott's back in the blizzard of 78 getting his uh, <laughs> check-in clinic in. Uh, no, that, that was a good stuff, obviously. Dude, I was so disappointed on Sunday morning. I woke up. Um, one of those, I like looked outside because they were talking about snow. I literally looked out my window at like a little kid at like 3.30 in the morning. And it was just rain. I was like, oh. You know how you just like we could have used a nice blasting of snow, uh, and then now you know even yesterday it was like it rained for twenty four hours straight. Everybody's basements flooded. It's a complete horror show. But uh, yeah, it's ideal. The snow snow day. Go out, skate, have fun, football, shoveling, you name it. Just get outside those, and be a kid. Days I know. Um, all right, good stuff for the My Hockey Rankings question of the week. Great uh, mailbag questions. Before we wrapped up, we got some new info uh, from the boys behind the scenes here. So Torts called out the reporter for making up the Kevin Hayes rumor. His quote, are you kidding me? You think Kevin Hayes is going to do something like that? It's BS. It pisses me off that you guys throw that um you know what s-h-i-t around uh that's a good man that's a good man and what you said that will stay with him so again the one thing you got to give towards and i you know at the beginning of the show we were kind of talking about him being you know he's he's hot on his plays and stuff but everybody that does play for him but he's honest he's very honest and he has his players back and you know even hazy and i'm sure that uh, i've never talked to kevin hayes about this i'm sure him and they they had plenty of battles last year in the one season that he played for him, but he knows that it's reporters making up nonsense. So it's uh, yeah, the, good to see him just just come out and call out these reporters, which is a pretty common occurrence for him. He seems to go down those uh those talk about piss and comp- com- competitions uh with with the reporters where he just calls them out. He does not care. Sorry, Mots. Just to interrupt real quick. He did say in in that press conference that he was like, "Yeah, me and Kevin, we, we had battles of our own over ice right. time." But 
he's a good man. He's a good man. So that all led in into that. Yeah, so he yeah, acknowledged yeah. the fact that him and Kevin butted heads while he was a coach of Kevin, but that he would never ever start anything like this. Right. Yeah. yeah. And guys who have played for him, you know, they say he's brutally honest and he holds everyone accountable, you know, from top to bottom. So, um, and that's, you know, I've seen some behind the scenes stuff on him too. Like I'd never played for him, but yeah. Um, yeah. He's just honest. He may be to a fault, but he's like, my door is always open. I want you to come in. If you have a problem, if I have a problem, you're going to hear about it. So it's like, you know, again, something that I, I, I respect him, you know, sticking up for hazy here mm-hmm. during this kind of a, it's a, you know, tough time to have people attacking you on a personal level because of, you know, something that has nothing to do with you. Exactly. It's it's kind of, it is it is a ridiculous thing. So. Yeah, that's crazy. Um, all right. Well, good stuff. I'm glad um, you know, Torts had uh had Hazy's back there. And and thanks to everybody from sending in the mailbag questions. We'll be back next week. We get some guests coming up. Uh, but this preso- this show was presented once again by Bet Online. Thanks to all the listeners and uh the sponsors. We really appreciate it. Um we appreciate these mailbag questions. They really, you know, it's good stuff. We're in the bulk of the hockey season here. So thanks to everybody. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done.